Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show today. We're visiting another Route 66 gas station in Commerce, Oklahoma, and later... Oklahoma City is taking another step in the right direction with the MAPS 4 planning. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. So Dairy King, not to be confused with Dairy Boy or Dairy Queen, but Dairy King in Commerce, Oklahoma. Absolutely. It is a must stop on Route 66. I know the last time we were here, we talked talked about Route 66 and we talked about a gas station on Route 66. Uh, This is a totally different animal. Okay. This is, you can actually go into this one. Tell me about it. So Charles Dubois and his mother, Treva, are the owners of the Dairy King. They transformed a Route 66 historic gas station into an incredible ice cream paradise. Now, admittedly, I'm not a big, uh, I don't fancy myself an ice cream guy. But because it's on Route 66, because it's legendary... Because it's been around since 1931, I would probably, I'd go for an ice cream. Dude, looking at it, if you looked at it, you would think Mm -hmm. that you had traveled back in time. They've done an amazing job. Right. It was originally built in 1931 as a marathon gas station. And it's really one of the best examples that I've seen of taking a historic Route 66 facility Mm -hmm. and modernizing it but keeping that original feel is that kind of like retconning a little bit where you're you're going back and kind of fixing the old making the new i don't know tell me i well as far as commerce goes it's super small town yeah but it's got a real historic charm to it Mm -hmm. It, it's kind of one of those places where it's almost just a it's out of a movie like you know what i mean you think of when you think of anything on route 66 you think of the the TV show Route 66. You think of the movie Cars. It just has that. There's a certain charm to, to I think, it, hell, an empty building on Route 66 has more charm than it does on 66th Avenue. Well, I, I think that there was just a lot, of, there's a lot of carryover on yeah. Route 66 from our past. Mm-hmm. And they they do a really good job. But this thing, it, it was the Marathon Gas Company. Then it was a Tidal. But it's a little cottage. Yeah. It's the coolest looking thing ever. It's got a red gabled roof and a flat canopy in the front. And a large neon ice cream cone is on the front section Mm -hmm. of the building. They've got the old gas pumps out front. I do not think they work. I think it's just part of the decoration. Right. But, it, dude, it looks like somebody's going to walk out in a white suit with a a hat on to check your fluids and... Clean your, you know, clean your windshield and... What I the other thing I what I admire about places like this, they know exactly who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of places you go into and you know the food's great or the the people are nice, but you can tell that they're trying to do too. There's almost too much, and you can tell that it's like this. They're forcing some type of a narrative or a vibe. They really capture you know from the descriptions, the pictures, what we hear about this place. They really capture the essence of. Route 66. And they don't try to, like, again, they're not pasting some facade on. Absolutely. One of the places that it kind of reminds me of, and I don't don't think it's a stretch Mm -hmm. to imagine, but it's kind of like J&W Grill in Chickasha, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. As far as the the menu goes. Limited. 
super simple menu. Yeah. It's burgers, it's ice cream, and it's it's cookies. Actually, the the owners sell Route 66 cookies. Apparently, there are Route 66 cookies. They're in the shape of the Route 66 shield. People love them. I think it's a good idea. Well, and again, if you're going to... I will go back to what I've said from the from the inception of us being in front of a microphone. I've said it all along. Instead of the lore, you know, it, it's kind of... If you have the lore, build the store. It's it's If you've got the root... I don't, there's not really anything that rhymes with that. Take a pooch? I don't know. But I mean, it's, of course you're going to have, if you're doing it right, if you're doing it right, this is the kind of thing that you do. Absolutely. Now, as far as the owners go, they're, if you stop in, they're happily going to tell you about the history of Commerce Oklahoma, including Mickey Mantle's origins there Mm -hmm. or Bonnie and Clyde shootouts in the streets. But this is one of the things. Okay. Don't forget to bring cash. Okay, I felt that you had a preface tone. Yeah. Like a disc, you had a, almost kind of like a disclaimer, like, okay. They don't accept checks or credit cards. But here, okay, but J&W, I mean, a lot of places like J&W does accept cards, but to me, my best experiences have been cash only tender. Well, I don't think that this is the appropriate show to discuss your cash only purchases. This is true. Um, but as far as the hours yeah. of Dairy King go, weekday, I, I love their hours. Okay. Yeah. Weekdays, they're open 10 to 6. Okay. Weekends, Perfect. they're open 11 to 3. That's how you know how good you are. You don't need to stay open all night. You don't have to be open until 10. Those are perfect hours. I agree 100%. A little backstory sure. on the town of commerce itself. It is actually included in the Joplin, Missouri metropolitan area. I had no idea. I, I think it's cool. I mean, they, they're considered a suburb of mm-hmm. that uh, that area. The land was originally part of the Quapaw Indian Agency that was allocated in the late 1830s. The Quapaw were removed in the 30s by the federal government after residing for hundreds of years on the west side of the Mississippi River. That is a conti- an entirely different show, perhaps on a, a B-side. Uh, but that there was a lot of that going on in the 1800s. Right, but the town itself yeah. has a lot of history past that point mm-hmm. as well. It actually formed as a mining camp called Hattonville. In 1914, the post office took the present-day city's name because it was the company's name of the mining company. It was the Commerce Mining, uh, which had bought the mining camp at that, uh, at that point in time. Well, you know, you talked a little bit about uh, Bonnie and Clyde. You touched on that a little bit. I don't know if you knew this or not, but in 1934, Bonnie and Clyde and their associate, uh, I think it was Henry Methvin or something like that, they actually killed uh, the Commerce Constable, William Campbell, uh, and kidnapped police chief. <laughs> I mean, they were on a rampage right. during this time. Um, and as far as the Mickey Mantle story, yeah, um, I think this is another reason we'll end up coming back to Commerce. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mickey Mantle's father... Uh, moved the family to Commerce to work in the mine, and he had the nickname the Commerce Comet. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so most of the mines closed in the 60s. That was kind of the lifeblood of the town, mm-hmm. which is the reason that it's kind of a smaller community today. Right. And, you know, a lot of communities like that, when, when industry leaves and, and industries collapse, they kind of fall into disrepair. That's why I like to see some attention being paid to these smaller communities, it, because they're not just... There, there's yes, there's stops on the road, but they're worthy of 
investment, time, and in, in, in absolutely. Yeah. And in spe- speaking of investing in communities, sure, we are going to be talking about the Maps Four project in Oklahoma City coming up right after this. So the fourteen-year-old Jarrett decides that a week after this, the football season starts, he wants to play football, and he's going to play basketball. Full, fall sports in full swing. You got a teenager doing the same thing. Oh, I do, and that's I won't rhyme after that. But it's difficult. Those things are expensive. I need the new this, but I got to have the matching that. The kids got this. What do you do? On occasion, we have reached out to a particular company that does a really good job of screen printing mm-hmm. and embroidery. Yeah, master threads. They uh, they make some high quality gear. And the cool thing is when you have a kid in sports, you're going to need the proud parent shirts. Yes. That sort of thing. And I don't know if your experience is anything like my experience, mm-hmm. but the shirts that the school is providing this year, mm-hmm. they kind of blow. Yeah, they kind of, you would think, where, where's all the money going? Exactly. Yeah. You built a new stadium, but I got a $10 t-shirt that you charged me 50 bucks for. So if <laughs> if you're not going to wear... The ten dollar T shirt that costs fifty dollars. Then our recommendations: you reach out to the people over at Master Threads. They'll get your proud parent shirts Mm -hmm. printed up for you, high quality. You're gonna love it, and you get to pick the design components as opposed to being stuck with what everybody else got. Right, and a T shirt that you'll be able to wear next year. How many T shirts do you have where you're like, well, this one's over. That that one's done. This one's a new... This is the rag I used to change the oil with. Exactly. Well, if you want, check them out. Get a free quote. Give them a call. 405-673-3787. Or find them on the internet at masterthreads.us. So this MAPS thing. I remember when MAPS 1 first started. And that was the plan to turn what was then a ghost town of Bricktown when... There were three things that I knew of in Bricktown. Spaghetti Warehouse. The Haunted Warehouse. And a, a club called Club Kinetics that I used to... I went to a couple of gigs with my dad at. But you literally... It felt like... You know what um, Escape from New York in 1997 looked like? Right. That's what it looked like down there. They have made some huge, they strides, made some huge strides in the area. Now, I'm I'm going to forgive... From my perspective, okay. the fact that Maps was supposed to end after a very short period right. of time, and now we went from Maps 1 to 2 to 3. Now we're talking about Maps 4. We're, 20, are, are we're well over 20 years into to the Maps project. Oh, absolutely. So the story that we're discussing today, Oklahoma City takes next steps in Maps 4 planning. Reporter Colby Fellin um, out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, yep. News 6, ABC, yep. no, ABC CB, affiliate. CBS. CBS yeah. affiliate. So, headline, Oklahoma City, one day after breaking ground on the final MAPS 3 project, Oklahoma City takes the next step in planning for MAPS 4. Yeah, on Thursday, MAPS 4 Citizens Advisory Board laid the plans for 16 new projects, including the construction of a coliseum at the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds. Oklahoma State, oh, I I said that like it was a university, at the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds and upgrades to the newly named PACOM Center. I'm fine with okay. Oklahoma City having a coliseum if we're actually talking a coliseum. Like, well, you're not entertained. Like, I want to see gladiators come out. I'm fine if you, we don't have gladiators. <laughs> but if you build a stadium, air quotes, and it's, it's all... It's a coliseum. 
Go ahead. No, I mean, if you build it yeah. and it's all metal and you've got the, the oh, yeah. chintzy um, bleachers, mm-hmm. and that's not a coliseum. Right. Don't call it a coliseum unless there's giant stones involved. Oh, yeah. And, poss- and it would be okay if somebody brought a lion and let it attack a dude. Absolutely. I, that's my personal opinion. I mean, let's define coliseum before we start getting getting way too ahead of ourselves. Right. So Maps 4, though, apparently is going to have 16 different projects. Okay. They're working on what it's going to cost. The budget is in the ballpark of a billion dollars. A billion? That's a lot of pennies. On the is, is that a penny sales tax increase? I, I think that's it's been the one cent sales tax increase since they started it. Since the dawn of the penny sales tax increase. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's they yeah. have they've done some major good in the city. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say that every dollar they've spent has been well spent. But I am going to say that they have done some major improvements to the city of Oklahoma City. Okay, so there's a couple of things that they've added uh, on there that I think are that have been grossly underutilized. A mental health crisis center. Now there is a crisis center that's downtown. I I I've heard rumors it's not a great place to be, not a great place to stay. I will say this: mental health is probably. The highest on the list of things that needs to be addressed in the state of Oklahoma with the lowest priority rating. So to see that, I'm anxious to see how that, you know, Coliseum, Schmoliseum, but if we can have something that, that is beneficial. Well, I am, I will agree with you that in the year 2021, there are a lot of people that need some mental health yes. assistance. So I'm all for it. They're also putting in um, a rapid, they're talking about putting in a rapid transit bus line. Again, I'm not, I'm yet to be convinced on the whole bus line thing. Okay. And maybe if it was something that I've actually never been on a bus per se, that was any more than taking me from like a a campground to a, (laughs) to the parking lot kind of situation. There are a lot of people on foot. There are. I just don't know that buses I don't know that buses do the job. Yeah, that's true. Uh, honestly, I, yeah. I in, and maybe it's just Oklahoma City. Maybe it's the the medium in general. I, I don't know that most people enjoy bus trips. Yeah, anywhere. No, when I see people waiting on the bus, they don't look they don't look happy. They look miserable. Yeah. So, and maybe having a rapid bus line will will decrease. The misery. Maybe they'll be picked up. I don't know. I don't understand what a rapid bus line is versus a regular bus line. I'm hoping that it just doesn't mean that they don't have speed limits. (laughs) Well, another thing we didn't mention that Maps 4 is going to do, it's going to get more shows recorded. Now that we have more maps to keep up with, there's going to be more shows to record. If you want to hear more of us, you definitely should be a part of our Facebook group. If you want me to record live from the Mental Crisis Center, the $1 billion Mental Crisis Center, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, head on over to our Facebook yeah. page or check out our website, um, onlyanokshow.com or onlyanokshow just about anywhere on the internet. But uh, this has been the Only an OK Show. I am Harley. And I am Brett. And we're out of here. Peace. Today we're going to try to put things on the internet.
with kids in the background. We're finally putting things again on the internet. What happens when you're putting things on the internet with things in the background? Stay tuned to find out. The sun goes down my side. Have you seen Connor's forearms? Uh-uh. Kid's got Popeye forearms. Is he? What's he been doing? Uh, he's doing weightlifting in school, but that and karate. He's oh really? Yeah, getting getting swallowed up. No, he's shredded. But um, did you see the bridge of my nose? By the way. Oh yeah. Oops. Where the little jackass cracked me in the face with a with a rototiller. Yeah. Yeah, just picked it up, manhandled it, spun around, smacked me right in the face. Jeez, little asshole. It's hard seeing your kids. And this is going to sound deeper than it really is meant to be. It's hard to watch your kids grow up because you're like, my kid has muscles. You know, you know, yeah, my it's kid's weird. got muscles. It's weird. No, the hair on the legs is where you you go. Bring my, give my kid back. Is yeah. this no, <laughs> no, right? Um, that's something I wanted to ask you. Ask you if you'd seen or. I feel like I live under I live under a rock, but under that rock is a daycare. <laughs> it took me a second. It's like the freaking doomsday daycare. You take your kids out. Carson still goes outside. What's this? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just gonna ask you. So give me just a second. If I can, if I can't get it in 30 seconds, we'll, we'll move on. I'm going through the rolodex of things that I've. You watched anything lately? No. I don't have time to. I don't have time to watch television unless it's unless it's competitions. I don't even watch competitions. Actually, I did watch America's Got Talent, and I'm horribly disappointed in our country as a whole. Because an illusionist one? Well, no, I don't. I didn't really mind him. More to the point, what uh, Josh Blue should have won. I knew. I didn't know he was on there, but he should have won. I personally, I kind of feel like Josh Blue should be disqualified. He's a professional. Yeah, that has been doing. He was on a different. He was on. He was uh, on Last Comic. Yeah, Last Last Comic Standing. But um, the uh, Taekwondo demonstration team? Yeah. Come on. But, okay, you got to strip it down. and it, it, it Every season is the same. It used to be, in their early days, it was kind of like modern vaudeville. Okay, which one of these would be the best show for Vegas? Then it be, kind of became, is it really a show for Vegas? And now it's like, is it a show for Vegas? Like... Dude. Would you want? Would you pay to see a taekwondo demonstration? Yes, in Vegas. Yes, there. seven days a week though, or three days a week. Uh, well, I'm not paying three. Days well, I know, but but my point is the top ten. Yeah, I don't think they even represented the top ten that were in that competition. Yeah, I don't know. Why do you do you think that three, two, one? 